Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. I've talked about uplift kids a little bit on Instagram here and there over the last six months, but I've gotten a bunch of messages today because I posted about it yesterday. And so I just want to talk about it on the podcast because we love it. And it's been a great resource for our family. So Uplift Kids is a website online that you pay to access. Uh, It's like a flat fee to pay to access lessons on values and virtues. And it was created by I'm not actually sure, but I, the, a couple of the people that helped help create the lessons are people that I don't know personally from Salt Lake, but um, are acquainted with friends of ours that have similar views about faith and progressive uh, Christianity. Um, Uplift Kids is non-denominational. It's based on... The lessons are based on the latest academic research. They're based on science. They're based, they're about values and uh, virtues, like really basic things that we probably all want to teach our children. I think the idea is that they are organized into short lessons for, for adults, teenagers, kids, and little kids. So each one is branches out into smaller activities for whatever age you're looking for. Um, It's organized in a way so that it's easier and so it's more deliberate and easier to have a jumping off point to teach your children about these specific topics. Like for example, um, the lessons they have in here are about, let me see here, I'm looking at it right now, Um, your inner compass. So they're organized according to different categories. So there are the foundations, virtues, life topics, family life, wisdom, holidays. Um, And then they break down into things like timeless wisdom, lineage, lineage, strengths. And then under virtues, it would be things like gratitude, grit, honesty, curiosity, fairness, courage, play. Um, Under life topics, talking about emotions, anxiety, anger, grief, shame, bullying, sexuality, consent, under family life, there's digital technology, chores, mindful eating, sleep. Under wisdom, this is where it touches on their mini lessons that celebrate uh, lots of different religions and traditions. So it talks about Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, Native American religions, Stoicism, Judaism, Sikhism, Shinto, secular humanism. And then they said upcoming lessons will include Confucianism, mysticism, and more. Then talks about holidays and history of certain holidays around the world, um, but it's based in America. And they're going to have upcoming lessons including Halloween, Christmas. Um, They talk about Ramadan, Passover, Holly. Um... So I don't know how to get into this, but basically I have felt very stuck with how to go about teaching 
my children, my husband and I teaching our children in a similar way that our our parents taught us um, and exemplified to us a lot of like very strong character traits and virtues and values that were tied to just being a good person, but also to being a good Christian um, and also tied into our Mormon faith. In the recent years, I've felt a pull towards teaching my children core principles of our specific niche core Christian faith, but also a broader understanding of the world and philosophy and various world religions and um, how so many of our the virtues and values that we hold really close don't have to be tied to our religious faith that they can be that they can be separate from it and that um, it's really important to me that our children understand that goodness doesn't always lie with only religion like it's not only religious and that um, there are secular values that are very important that can be um, exemplified through a devout religious practice but not only through that so uplift kids has been um i i paid i think it was a hundred dollars to access all the lessons so you just pay like a one-time fee that's the one i chose there might be other plans i I can't remember um but basically we use that as our sorry (laughs) my phone just um someone just texted me and i forgot to turn it off uh we use it as our weekly we do something every monday night called family meeting and i've done this since my children were very very small um basically that's something that's it's a kind of a cultural thing within my own church, but basically the idea is every Monday night you reserve for your family and you sit down together, you sit at the table together and you you talk about what's important to you. And it usually has a bit of a, a formula. We would pray together. <clears throat> we read a scripture, we sing a hymn or some type of song that we love together. And there's some type of um, doctrinal lesson or spiritual thought from one of the parents or from one of the kids and there's some kind of activity something fun that we do together as a family and then some kind of dessert and we did this all growing up not always but like the majority of the time and it was both good and bad as in we liked it we didn't like it I think it was always good I think just especially when you're a teenager it's like "Ah, I don't want to do this with my family but um we've done it since our kids are little and it's been a really nice, sorry, it's been a really nice um, tradition to do every week. And I was feeling really stuck with these little kids and trying to get them to be, you know, they're not going to be like quiet during all of this. And they're going to sometimes be loud and crazy and have to go to their rooms. And but we try to keep it really short. And basically what I did was instead of teaching them from um, straight scriptures this year, which didn't feel like it was working. And I didn't feel like it, we any of us were learning anything, actually. Um, I decided to go to this and we got re- really excited about Uplift Kids. And so we've done it. And I think that's what we needed. We needed to be like reinvigorated to be deliberate about doing these, what we call family home evenings every Monday night, family night. 
and we needed something that kept us on track. Like I wasn't going to go about like creating these new lessons every week. I really needed to buy something that someone else had put a lot of research into that I knew was going to be good, that I knew I could turn to every week. Um, and I, I wasn't pleased with other resources that I had found that were within, that were made by members of the same church. Like they just didn't resonate with me like this did. And this feels like, I can't tell you the conversations that have come out of these lessons. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes we sit down on a Monday night and we're always a little bit tired, right? It's like 6 p.m. They have just had dinner. Um, my husband's usually joining us like soon after he's done with work. And just to get my two, now three-year-old to like sit still and for everyone to stop poking each other is a challenge. But I mean, it's really, it's really been amazing. Like it's been really nice to, and for me to just feel reassured that I'm being thoughtful about my parenting. I think we just go to day, day to day and we, and there's like some core things we do that based on our values and what we believe. But I felt like something was missing that I knew that there was conversations that I wanted to be deliberately having with my kids that I just wasn't having. I wasn't having. Um, and, and it's hard to get alone time with each of our children the way that we want because we have a big family. I think even if you have a small family, like difficult conversations are difficult and we avoid them and we don't want to initiate them. Um, and Uplift Kids has created a framework where we've combined things that, are, that our family enjoys like activities and treats, but also with with video clips and short, um, oh, what's it called? Where you you act out like a role play. Oh, it always has like role plays, which we love. It, it's it's putting in these like little coloring activities, like they're putting together this package for us so we can sit down and say, yeah, let's talk about our family history for 10 minutes. I mean, I'm talking like our our family night, this core piece, doesn't ever last more than 15 to 20 minutes, but it's usually around like 10, like not including like when we sing together or pray, but like we don't last very long and we don't expect that of our kids to to last <laughs> that long. We're talking about seri more serious stuff. Um, but yeah, we've been able to talk about, you know, what gratitude really means. And we've been able to talk about like last night, our lesson was on forgiveness. And we were able to talk about like, well, is there something that you feel like you need to forgive? And we had some interesting thoughts about that. Um, and then there was a video from an illustrated video on YouTube that they, that the lesson linked to from a survivor of the Holocaust and it kind of told her story. And we only, only watched and listened to the beginning and the end because the middle was a little bit more mature for my kids. Um, but I just talked about how, kind of summarized and said like you know this woman is an old woman now and she and her twin sister like they these people were very unkind to them very mean to them and and cruel and then now she survived you know this war and this very difficult experience and she's an adult and she still feels sad and angry about the things that she experienced when she was younger so the story was of her basically you know uh she goes to visit a nazi um doctor um and then sits down and has tea with him and talks about her experience as a way for her to help heal and because of that interaction <clears throat> he ends up testifying 
in the trial that, you know, that Auschwitz did exist and that the gas chambers were real and those medical experiments performed on people like this woman were real. And that really did happen because people were not believing it actually happened. Um, and so as a way to say thank you to him, this woman, the survivor, this Holocaust survivor at the age of like 80, she writes a letter later to him saying, you know, there's nothing else I can say except I forgive you. Like I forgive you. And then she talks about what that does for her. You know, that's a gift for herself um, to forgive. It's just absolutely. And she even talks about working through forgiving the actual, you know, Nazi doctor who committed all those evil experiments on she and her twin sister and um, all the pain and horror that she saw. It's just absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's a lot for a little kid to process. I think that video was a little bit more mature and that topic was more mature, but we were able to, you're always able to bring it back to the level of the kids ages around you. Right. Um, so I always like look over the lessons before and spot out like the, there's a little kid section, kid section, teenage section, and we often do a little bit of each. Um, but yeah, they really love it. It's been a really positive experience for a family. And I just love knowing that every week I can turn to upload kids. I don't have to think about a topic. I don't have to have the anxiety and stress I had about studying the specific scriptures that we normally would have studied this year that we can turn to this. And then we still have a spiritual aspect and we can talk about our faith in context of this more broad lesson. Anyway, you can look up upliftkids.org online or on Instagram and read more about it and get an idea of how much it costs and if it would work for your family. So after I've told you all of this about me and why my family and I love Uplift Kids, I decided I would reach out to Uplift Kids. Um, they had mentioned in the past that they would be interested in coming on the podcast. Um, and because of the big time difference between Asia and North America, I've decided to not do live interviews like most of the time. Um, I tried that out and it was a bit tricky. So instead, I've reached out and gotten hold of Drew Hansen at Uplift Kids. And he has left some voice memos for us and answering some of my questions like, what is Uplift Kids? What, uh, who would want to use Uplift Kids? What is the mission? Um, where are most of the families and subscribers located in the world? I was really curious about that. Um, what plans do they have for the future? Um, if you're curious, I think there's some people are hesitant because they feel like um, this is only for religious folks. And so he answers that question. He shares a few stories from other families of what Uplift Kids has done for them. And I just found it really thoughtful. Uh, all his responses, super thoughtful and engaging. And um, I mean, I already love Uplift Kids, but, and you can kind of feel and sense the heart in all of the lessons that Uplift Kids has on their website. But um, hearing him talk just, reminded me how much um, this is a great platform for our family and it feels like it really fits how we're all feeling and what we want to be teaching our children. So I hope you really enjoy his responses to my questions and um, we'll see you back here next week. Uh, I'll close it out after he responds all the questions. Um, 
but thank you so much for listening. Hey, hey, it's uh, evening here in Salt Lake City. I'm just now getting to your request for some voice memos. So I'm dropping you this first one just to say that, uh, like, you know, I've got the questions that you've provided in the email, and I've got some sense, too, of just kind of the common questions that come up. So I'll I'll uh, answer each one in turn and err on the side of just giving a little bit more context, a little bit more information. I'll leave it to you to decide what you want to use and what's gonna what you're gonna cut. Um, yeah, appreciate you uh, reaching out, and we just you know we love we love hearing from customers that are psyched about what we're doing and and are really grateful for the word of mouth and this is the, the way that Uplift has, has grown thus far. We focus on spirituality because uh, the emerging science says spirituality matters. Uh, the, the evidence is just now beginning to eke out of the academy and part of our, uh, our mission at Uplift is to, is to help spread the word about just how vital this aspect of of life is, especially for um, children as they grow into adolescence and emerge as adults. Uh, we are influenced a lot by the work of Columbia, Columbia University professor Lisa Miller. She wrote a book in 2015 called The Spiritual Child, and she just released a second book called The Awakened Brain. And some of the the key findings of her research is that uh, children who grow up with uh, a sense of a, of a personal spirituality have far lower rates of depression, substance abuse, and high-risk high behaviors like um, unprotected sex and other like physical dangers. More to the point, this cultivated spirituality that Lisa Miller has researched is the single most effective protective factor for young people as they enter adulthood of anything that's been studied in medicine and social science. When I use the word spirituality, I'm talking about a transcendent relationship, a connection to something larger, even when it's ineffable. This is like the working definition that academics arrived at to be able to conduct the research that has produced such compelling findings. Uh, They talk about a relationship to a a higher power that can go by any number of different names, God, nature, the universe, life, so on and so forth. I, I like to think about the three faces of spirit. By that I mean the spirituality that we, the spiritual connection that we feel in ourselves, right? the kingdom of God within us, the divinity that we see in the other, and the connection to the all, to nature, to the mystery. And what I like about uh, this way of thinking about it is that it leads naturally to the cultivation of some foundational virtues resilience, compassion, and awe. 
At Uplift, we're not prescribing meaning. Families are free to construct and deconstruct meaning together. What we hope is that uh, you'll go on a, a shared journey of discovery, that this is a journey that a parent and child can go on together. And, you know, you don't need answers. You don't need to be afraid uh, if your children ask you questions that you don't feel certain that you have a good answer to. But you do need to um, show up and respect the questions that they're asking and ideally remain open and curious for what uh, you're both discovering. It's really the shift toward um, being a guide in their spiritual development and nurturing the natural spirituality that they were born with. Like I said earlier, our mission at Uplift is to give kids a strong spiritual foundation. And the way that we do that is by helping parents to start conversations and create uh, memorable um, experiences at home. Um, The lessons that we provide today are suitable for ages 4 to 17, and they complement any faith tradition, including no tradition. A lot of our customers come from a religious background, and they've moved away from it for one reason or another. Um, But a lot of our, our customers are churchgoers. They find value in being rooted in a tradition, yet they they want to expand upon the conversations that they're already having. They want to diversify them, and, and they want to maybe expose their children to other ways of thinking and believing, and that they find that really enriching for their family culture. A delightful surprise for us as we've been building Uplift has been uh, witnessing the number of uh, mixed faith families, you know, folks that are in a mixed faith marriage who have been taking up uplift. Uplift has become the safe common ground for both partners. And so whereas before they had uplift, they felt like they might have been a, a bit of an impasse as to how they want to teach their kids. They're now finding um, uplift to be supportive for both partners to be able to show up authentically and have, have room to talk about what they believe and who they are, and at the same time, kind of honor the differing views of, of their partner. Geographically, our customers are, um, are spread out. We definitely have a concentration in the Western U.S., but, you know, Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Washington, you know, Bay Area, uh, Idaho, Utah, Arizona, and a growing contingency on the on the East Coast. Um, we also have some folks, families internationally, um, Germany, Australia, and you're not the only family using Uplift in South Korea either. We've been thrilled with the response we've been getting from parents. A common refrain we hear is that Uplift gives them structure without rigidity and knowledge with autonomy. We do that by providing you know, an, an adaptable framework, language you can choose from and practices to try out. 
And these are you know the tools for beginning to build uh, a culture in your home that supports you know meaning and reflection and the cultivation of uh, one's personal spirituality. Besides the parents, what's been really fun is t- to hear from the children themselves. We don't have uh, the best feedback loop with the kids, but uh, a recent example, uh, a, a mother contacted me to request a, a lesson on behalf of her daughter. Her eight-year-old daughter had overheard her and her husband talking about homophobia, and her daughter asked if they could do an uplift lesson on activism. We actually just uh, released that lesson the other week and um, are excited to to hear more about how it went. My favorite reports from customers are the ones when uh, I get a glimpse at uh, the impact that we're having. I'm thinking right now about uh, one mother who reported that after about six weeks of using Uplift, her kids were really getting it. She has an eight-year-old son, and on this particular day, he was feeling upset with his little sister. He grabbed his coloring pencils and, and stormed off into his bedroom, slamming the door behind him. After about 10 minutes, mom poked her head in, and there he was, sitting at his desk, calm, serene, coloring a waterfall. In the recent lesson they had done on calming anxiety, he learned about how to soothe himself. And in particular, he learned that coloring was a a technique that worked for him. And this example, um, you know, underscores how transformation can happen, you know, one conversation, one experience at a time. And while uh, I'm really uh, gratified to hear that report and to think about how that can be multiplied out across other families and other kids, you know, he's eight years old right now. I wonder with years of um, support like this when he's 20, what kind of man will he be? As Uplift and our audience uh, grows, we hope to um, release additional offerings over time. Right now, the lessons serve to bring parent and child families together, but we're also interested in um, what it would look like to develop more in the way of independent learning for children. Uh, this might take the form of, uh, you know, books or stories. And we're also interested in uh, how we can support skill and capacity building for parents, which could take the form of courses. And of course, um, collaboration among families. Um, we're already starting to see some of this. And, and um, yeah, we have uh, ideas for supporting community. And it's less about uplift um, being the community than it is being a platform that enables uh, families to you know, create community in their own backyard. So really, you know, we're a, an, a platform for accessing and enacting timeless wisdom today, translated down to every age. We see ourselves uh, coupling all of that with a practical method for spiritual parenting. 
which is in our in our minds the the middle way between uh, called the traditional approach with religion and the secular alternative. Spiritual spiritual parenting goes beyond conscious parenting because it's zeroing in on uh, developing you know healthy spirituality the spiritual line of intelligence in children so that they have that as a resource uh, for the rest of their lives. Ultimately, we hope to be a powerful resource for homes that are dedicated to spiritual practice and holding a protected space where souls, the souls that we, we see as children, can um, arrive and discover who they are and become who they're meant to be. I say protected because there's enough structure and boundaries in place, and I say space such that there's uh, latitude for curiosity and exploration. As a final word, I want to say thank you to all the parents, whether you ever use Uplift or not, who've signed up for a sacred responsibility. You have such an important role to play in nurturing uh, your your kids' natural spirituality. And I want to say you don't have to do it alone. At Uplift, we've taken a first step to support you in sparking these invaluable conversations. And we're excited to offer much, much more over time. That's the end of all the responses Drew sent me for all the many questions that I asked him about Uplift Kids. I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed editing and producing it. It was really lovely to hear um, the intentions behind Uplift Kids and to feel uh, aligned with something that I really believe in. Um, if you want to check out Uplift Kids, just go to Uplift kids online google it and it's also said in the show notes and on um, littlethingspodcast.com as always thanks for listening we'll see you back next week follow along at paul little things on instagram twitter and on facebook have a good week bye